When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. Today, we are catching up. I'll share with you what's going on behind the scenes, as well as a preview into what to expect on the podcast this week. So grab yourself a coffee or a cup of tea, and let's chat. Starting with today's Rosebud and Thorn. Now, I want to go ahead and give like a re-up just in case you are new here. The rose is something good going on in my life. The bud is something I'm looking forward to. And the thorn is something that's a little prickly or doesn't feel so great. Um, We started, I actually started doing this on the podcast because we do this at dinner with our kiddo. He brought it home from school and I love it. And yeah, so we open every podcast with a rosebud and a thorn. And typically I start rose, go thorn and end on a good note. So that's that. My rose today is I got a new car today. So if you've been listening, you know that it has been in process for a while and it finally arrived and I love her. Immediately fell in love, love at first sight. Um, I hadn't gotten to trust, test drive it today because I bought it through Carvana online and I hadn't gotten to really sit in the car, but I did have like a serendipitous experience in Chicago where I got to ride in one and loved it. So it's just as good as it felt like it would be and I am over the moon. My thorn is that I've been playing a lot of tennis and I might have kind of overdone it this weekend, or I just didn't do a good job of stretching before and after, but my knee is like super stiff today. It started last night, and so I'm icing it and stretching and working the muscles around it to try to kind of ease it up, but I really want to play tomorrow, (laughs) so I'm trying to rush through the recovery process a little bit, but I'm going to listen to my body and not overdo it, but I'm hoping my body stops wailing by tomorrow which brings me to my bud which is that i got an appointment for global entry tomorrow i'm shocked because everything that i've read says that it's taking like a year to get approved right now and the low end even of what i've read said three months but my pre-approval came back in a couple of days and i think maybe because i already had pre-check and so i'm kind of already in the system that's my guess And then there was one day with availability within driving distance of me for like the foreseeable future. And that's tomorrow. So 
I'm driving up there tomorrow for my interview and I'm really excited. Um, and I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that I'll have it in time for Bali. I have a little less than a month. With PreCheck, I got my code like that day. I don't know how it's working right now with, with global entry, but fingers crossed. Now, what's going on behind the scenes over here? What I'm learning. I am falling back in love with my routines right now. During the summer, I really didn't think that I was going to want to go back to organization and structure in my life. If you're new here, I took the summer off of self-improvement and focused on just being in the present moment and enjoying myself. I read lots of beach reads, woke up whenever I woke up, and didn't do any of my habits or routines unless I just felt like it, and it was a blast. However, it was the first morning when our kid was back in school that I realized why it's only functional during the summer, because when our life starts to get busier with both of both my son and my husband in school and my husband getting busier and then my work ramping up, we are in need of our routines and habits more than ever. The ones that I am particularly grateful for today are my morning routine, which is rich with practices that make it easier for me to get my kid to school on time and also start work rested, taken care of, and creatively ready to go. Our weekend routine, which holds a balance of getting things done around the house and deep, lovely rest. And then my husband and my communication and our date routine, where we have coffee most mornings. We plan our week out together ahead of time so that we can both get alone time each week as well as time together each week. And we schedule in when, you know, he's busier one day or has to work late. I'll cook dinner when I'm busier and have to work later. He'll cook dinner. And we schedule in at least one date per week. Right now, we're playing tennis together twice a week. So that is... Um, that's kind of a built-in date and this week we're playing three times it's we're just a little addicted right now so we're just playing back to back to back but we are having a great time with that so <laughs> my husband and my communication and date routine where we have coffee most mornings plan our week out together ahead of time just so we can find that balance between alone time and time together. We allocate who's cooking dinner what nights and who's cleaning up and then we add in our weekly date each week. These things help to balance the puzzle of life so that we can do our best to have a well-rounded existence, not rushing from one place to another, but getting to rest and nourish and connect. I really do think I needed the time away from my routines with no pressure to return to them in order for me to truly appreciate them again, and I am appreciating them. Now, what I'm working on this week Honestly, this week I have a ton of non-work-related meetings. I had my car delivery today. Tomorrow I'm traveling one and a half hours to do my global entry interview. And then I have my kids orientation at martial arts school, like tomorrow afternoon, like right when I get back. And then we're planning tennis after that. And then Wednesday is therapy day and we have my street team meeting. I have a lunch with my mom. Thursday is our anniversary night, so we are checking into a hotel for the evening and staying until Friday midday. So things are really kind of out of sorts here this week. I'm just going to do my best to keep things afloat, honestly, like writing and recording podcasts, editing the vlog, making content for Instagram, and doing what I need to do for the website and book launch, but 
Otherwise, I'm probably going to be too busy to make a lot of headway on anything new. We're just trying to keep things afloat. <laughs> um, now, in terms of life updates, I guess I've touched on a lot of those things here already, like new car, knee pain from tennis, getting global entry, going away for the anniversary, kiddo starting martial arts, and friends, he is out of the booster seat in my car. Like he's too grown for it and I can't believe that happened. And I don't know how it happened. It feels like it happened too fast. In terms of less intense stuff, I am fully on board for fall. I wasn't ready for summer to end, but I did this fall reset video on YouTube of just doing all the things I can think of to prepare for fall and it worked. It tricked my brain and got me ready to go. So all set now. I just switched my closet over to fall. I got our fall candles set up. We have pumpkin spice syrup in our fridge and life is good. Let's talk about what I'm reading. I just finished How to Feel Better by Tori Press. It's a beautifully illustrated book with lots of journaling prompts and self-care techniques. It's the emotional intelligence guide I wish I'd had when I was in high school or early college, trying to get my bearings. I love the advice in it so much that I even stocked it on my kid's bookshelf just in case he decides to peek in it and give it a read when he's having a hard time. After I finished that, I started The Wisdom of Your Body by my friend Hilary McBride. Listen, I know she's a genius, but this book really put her in her element. It's beautifully written with personal stories that have already made me cry and filled with her area of expertise. Like she is so smart. It's a love letter to your body and all that it holds. And it is a must read for every single human, in my opinion. Now what I'm watching, we watched the final match of the men's US Open this weekend and it was riveting. I was completely swept away in the experience of it all. I've been pretty jaded about professional sports lately. Honestly, because it just kind of feels inhumane in so many ways, from the overappreciation for bodies that can do the unbelievable, to the pay disparity in the male versus female athletes, and even more so the disparity between the athletes and the people working in the stadium, to the way they penalize players for having political opinions. I've just been uninterested, but man, I got so swept up in the magic of watching that match, the humanity and the two people playing and how hard they've worked to be there and how much was released when the match finished. The guy who won was 19 years old, the youngest person to ever win. And then he, right after he won, started crying and then ran up into the stands to his family and hugged his entire family. And at the end, they asked, you know, why were you crying? And he said, because my mom and my grandpa weren't here. They couldn't be here. And oh, it was beautiful. And a, honestly, a wild ride. It was a blast to watch. My small joy from this week is getting to play tennis. Um, we played both in the morning and the evening. It's been so hot that we've been getting up really early to go play. But this weekend, it was cool enough for us to play any time of day. It's been just really lovely to watch the weather become the perfect weather for my favorite game. And if you've been here a while, you know that I've been struggling with lung issues and breathing stuff. So I haven't really been able to play tennis in a long time. And friends, this is like one of the greatest joys of my life. And so the fact that my lungs are healing enough for the game to be fun again and not painful, 
I am just infinitely more grateful. I am over the moon excited about it. Um, now, what's up for content this week? We have Tuesday and Thursday of this week where you're continuing the series on questions to ask yourself by Enneagram type with type 8 tomorrow and 7 on Thursday. Again, as a reminder, these episodes are not for each Enneagram type. It's not like this episode is for type 8s. It's written for us to explore the part in ourselves that relates to type eight. So the part that maybe hides vulnerability, relies on our strength, is afraid to show weakness, overworks, um, the part that feels like it needs to be the provider, the protector. So it's not just like, okay, all type eights listen to this on Tuesday. It's for all of us to listen and explore together. Wednesday is our regular weekly Q&A, and Friday I am doing a special episode sharing the five lessons I've learned in five years of marriage. Also, a friendly reminder that if you enjoy these behind-the-scenes episodes and aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you may be interested in that. I publish a vlog every single Wednesday, and I'll link the channel for you in the show notes. Last Wednesday, I shared a glimpse into my weekend routine and the arrival of my new car. As always, it's an absolute joy to stay in touch with you this way, and I'll see you tomorrow for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.